I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 49 of the podcast. Happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please go hit that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the excitement that's coming your way here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, we have now made it to episode 49, and I have been going with my hair on fire for these last 49 days. Uh, It has been such a wonderful experience. I cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners for making First Class Fatherhood catch some very early success here. Uh, I went from uh, basically just an idea and some imagination to all of a sudden interviewing, uh, you know, Navy SEALs, A-list actors, Hall of Fame jockey. The ride so far has been amazing. And hopefully it's been helpful to some of you dads out there. I really appreciate all the feedback that I've gotten. Uh, Some of you have some very kind words to say. It does go a long way in helping keep my momentum going about the podcast and really uh, keeps me inspired to bring you the best podcast possible. With that being said, it has been 49 episodes in a row here, and I'm going to scale back just a touch for a couple of reasons. I would like to have the 50th episode be somewhat special So I'm going to see if I can't land a nice guest to bring you for the 50th episode, or I may just do a best of First Class Fatherhood. Uh, There's 49 episodes worth of material to go through there. Uh, But also I have other focuses that I need to really hone in on. I need to finish up and get this children's book out there. It's the release is coming on June 3rd. I have the library special coming up. I'm currently in real estate school and I'm falling behind a little bit. So I got to focus a little bit on that. And plus my responsibilities as a husband and father to four children always come first. So I'm going to scale it back a touch here. I know a lot of you guys have reached out and asked me what has happened to episodes two to eight. And so while I take this little break, I will be re-releasing episodes two to eight. There was a bit of technical difficulty in those episodes. There was some annoying noises in there. So I have been able to edit those out mostly. That's what I plan on doing here. I plan on coming back with either the 50th episode as the start of Navy SEAL week or with a uh, a top name guest. So I'm going to work diligently on the 50th episode Uh, which is an amazing accomplishment, a real big milestone. So I would like to take the time to do it right and celebrate it. So bear with me as I I take a moment here to sort it all out. Today, I'm going to hit you with a topic uh, I think we all experience as parents, unfortunately, emergency room visits. All right, so we're going to touch on that right after this quick spot. I'm Alec Lace, and you are listening to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. Going to jump right into the topic of the day here. We're talking about the old emergency room visit. Uh, This is one, unfortunately, that most parents uh, have to deal with at some point during their parenting. It's a scary moment when uh, the children draw blood. It always looks a little bit worse than it is at first, so it's kind of hard to judge what the actual occasion was. You try to get all the details out of the kids that are screaming when something happens. Uh, for us, we have four children, so obviously uh, our kids don't always get along. And usually when they're playing downstairs, we've gotten to the point where when one of them is coming upstairs crying because they got hurt, uh, you can kind of judge by the, the scream or the tone in their voice of the severity, whether they just got smacked around a bit or if there's blood drawn. And, and when you hear that squeal, 
Uh, my wife and I will look at each other and be like, oh boy, that did not sound good. So then you just kind of, at that point, try to prepare yourself for what's coming and try to not overreact. Calmness is the best way to handle these situations. Very easy to say, very hard to do when your kid comes running to you with blood pouring out of his head. That happened to my wife while she was home alone with our youngest son. Uh, he bashed his head against the door frame and split the front of his front front of his forehead open pretty good, so where it exposed uh, the blue vein in the head, you know. So it it looked real frightening to my wife. She took him to the emergency room. It was a scary moment for her. Uh, she handled it very well. I'm using the picture as the cover of this episode. You can get an idea of what I'm talking about. Another time we had to go to the emergency room was when my my middle son swallowed a penny. He had to see some change in his mouth there. And I think he was probably around five years old, four or five years old, I want to say. And uh, he swallowed the penny. And so we looked online to see what, what could happen. We know that he wasn't the first one to swallow some change. Uh, it'd be a little walking piggy bank. But we, we took a look online and, and, and it said basically to take him to the emergency room because you don't know if it got lodged somewhere in the throat. You want to make sure that it got into the intestines and all that other stuff. So we took him into the emergency room. And when they did the x-ray, you could clearly see the coin inside of his intestines. It was kind of wild. You know, he passed the penny. We played the date. It was a, I think it was like a 1998 or a 1999 date on the coin. Uh, we played that for a couple of days. No luck in the picket, but we figured we would try it. Uh, but uh, it was a, it was a scary moment just because you want to make sure that, the, you know, God forbid the thing got lodged somewhere. If you start reading some of this stuff on WebMD and all that, you could drive yourself really bonkers reading it. Like, it's it, it scary stuff. It'll say, oh, if it gets lodged in his throat, uh, he could die within 12 hours, whatever it may be. You're going to read something that's like, uh-oh. So sometimes... Uh, you do yourself a disservice by, by researching so much online, but it, it, it's hard to not make that decision when you got a smartphone in your hand and, and you have access to all this stuff. So uh, I think being prepared is really the best advice is just uh, get yourself in a mental frame of mind when you hear the scream or you hear the crying or you see it coming. Uh, just to try to remember calmness is contagious and that if you remain calm, the, the, the kids will eventually calm down. They'll see that you don't think it's as such a big deal and you try to let them, uh, you know, let your calmness and your confidence rub off on them a bit. And uh, like I said, it's easier said than done. Uh, so I've had a couple of the emergency room visits with my kids. Uh, I know the stress level that that can bring. And this goes back to an episode I aired earlier of waiting with your children. When you get to the emergency room and you have to do fill out all the insurance information, and then you got to sit around and wait if it you know if it's not bloody enough. So uh, if you have other kids with you, this is where it becomes now a real challenge because now not only are you concerned about the the, the kid that got hurt, uh, now you have other children to entertain as well. So I would say you know write write to your phone, get a video on let them watch it at that point in those moments where you really need it that's the time where i think social media or the screen time is best served it's really a go-to thing in a pinch to just say hey guys watch this youtube video here give me some peace and quiet while i fill out the forms you know because uh sometimes that can get a little overwhelming as well so i'm curious to hear some of your guys emergency room stories uh, I would love for you guys to share some of them with me. Hit me on Twitter. Hit me on Facebook. Just wanted to touch on the emergency room visit. Again, my best advice would be to just stay calm. Sometimes don't jump the gun. Sometimes when it comes to a cut and blood, it looks like it's a real mess. And by the time you get done washing the stuff off, it's 
it really ain't much to really look at. So I know with a high fever, sometimes you may want to take the kid to the emergency room. We've had them where the fevers have gotten up to like 104. I mean, really high where you, you know, you put them in a bathtub and you start cooling them down. If that doesn't work, you're on the phone and you're, you're trying to bring them into the emergency room there just to figure out what's going on. Uh, that is quite an experience when you're in the car and you're on your way to the emergency room with your children. It's a little bit of an anxiety moment. You no, know, it, it can be a little overwhelming. Uh, you're not alone. So if you're a parent out there, so if you're a father out there who has experienced this, I'd be interested to hear your version of the emergency room visit. I'm sure you have lots of them to share with me. I hope you enjoyed that little topic there. And like I said earlier, I'm going to be stepping back just for a moment here on publishing the new episodes. We are currently at episode 49, and I'm going to try to present a really good special episode 50 with either a major guest, the start of Navy SEAL Week. So please, uh, until that time, I would like to encourage you to go back, take a listen to some of the 49 episodes that are available. Hit me with some feedback. Continue to please follow along on the social media and keep doing your part out there in sharing the podcast all over the internet. I really appreciate it. I look forward to bringing you some exciting guests in the future and some more positive things here about fatherhood. So thank you for joining me here. I'm Alec Lace. You've been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And you may not always fly first class, but you are always a first class father. i